When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I don't think they're ready for this. This is different. A LA Ram podcast, not based in California, but based in Florida? Come on, now. You know I had to do it. Ram Nation, stand up. It's Ramley Talk from the Playmakers Bar podcast, hosted by Darnell the Playmakers Silence. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to week 12 edition of Ramley Talk. Look, let me first be to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody out here listening to this podcast. I appreciate you taking time out of your day on this Thanksgiving holiday to listen to Ramley Talk. And we're going to get in some stuff to get into. Uh, we finally, finally, finally beat Tom Brady. We're going to recap what happened on that Monday night to close our week 11 to get the Rams to 7-3 and and in the second place in the NFC. And then we're going to look forward to one of our three losses because it's a rematch with an division opponent in the San Francisco 49ers. Somehow, it's going to be different than the first meeting. We're going to get into that. Tyler O's going to bring you the Ramley talk, the Ramley fantasy talk for week 12 with the matchup with the 49ers so that's coming but without further ado though let's go ahead and recap what took place on monday night football down at raymond james stadium in tampa florida it was the los angeles rams versus as people like to call it tampa tom in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We never beaten Tom Brady when he was in New England. Beat us in two Super Bowls. Gave us an ass whooping over in London. Just embarrassed us every chance he got over there in the New England pages. But now he's over in Tampa Bay. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Wild Kongowski, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. Pretty stocked up crew, right? Hey, we, we knew. When we saw this game for week 11, we circled and said, it's going to be a challenge. That's a test. 
boys passed that test. No running game whatsoever. No running game. Like, the leading rusher for us was Michael Brown with 20 yards. That lets you know we couldn't run, but they dared Jared Goff to beat them. The plan for the Tampa Bay defense was to let Jared Goff beat them, and he did exactly that. 376 yards passing, three touchdowns. He did throw two picks. Both of picks was not good decisions. You threw it behind your running back on the screenplay, right to Jason Pierre Paul, and then you the you can't throw it over the middle late. The safety, Whitehead jumped it because he knew what he was doing. So you can't do that. Nevertheless, Tom Brady didn't have a good game. Tom Brady didn't have a good game. Tom Brady didn't even throw for close to the amount of yards that golf did. As I'm going to look at the stats here. Give me a minute. As I look at it here, Tom Brady. 26 for 48. 216, two touchdowns, and two picks. Two picks. Two picks. So they running attack they didn't get nowhere. Let's see. Ronald Jones, 10 carries for 24 yards. That's their leading rusher. The leading rusher over Tampa Bay was 24 yards. Our leading rusher was 20 yards. So either defense was not going to let the other one run. This was going to be a passing affair. And when you think about passing affair, you will lean towards Tom Brady because six Super Bowl time, a six-time Super Bowl champ. He's been in nine Super Bowls. He's known for doing what he does. But Jericho did his thing. Like I said, 376, three touchdowns. Got to cut down on the stupid turnovers, man. Can't turn the ball over stupidly. Got to cut it out. Eventually, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back and bite us. It's going to come back and bite us. You better stop it. But Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, both of 100 yards receiving. I mean... Cooper Cut had 11 catches for 145. Robert Woods, where you, where you at? Robert Woods, 12 catches, 130 in the touchdown. I mean, look here. I mean, the, the receiving duo of Woods and Cup is so underrated. People don't people don't appreciate Robert Woods and Cooper Cut. Even Devontae Adams took to social media to say that Cooper Cut is underrated. Like, that's Devontae Adams. Who plays for the Green Bay Packers? Saying it about Cooper Cup. If that ain't respect, I don't know what it is. Now, big shout out to our rookies, Vance Jefferson and Cam Reggins. They both got their first NFL touchdowns on Monday Night Football. Both in the passing game to, from golf, which is good to see that we can use our rookies on the offensive side. It's good to see. I mean, look, we did our thing and then. Defense, man. Defense. Defense only had one sack. Two interceptions. Having Tom Brady not trying to get hit. I mean, look. Speaking of rookies, last week it was Darius Williams who had the two picks against Russell Wilson. Monday night, it was Jordan Fuller, our rookie safety with two picks on Tom Brady. Our rookies in the secondary are stepping up and big games led by Jenny Ramsey who is the man of the secondary he shuts down one side of the field by himself because he covering the best receiver 
But, but when you playing against Mike Evans, when you playing against Chris Godwin, when you playing against Antonio Brown, when you playing against Walker and Kowski and Cameron Bray, Tom Brady got a weapons. And yet, five catches for Antonio Brown, 57 yards. That was lead the receiving court for Tampa Bay on Monday night. 57 yards. Carvin had 57 in the touchdown. Evans had 49 in the touchdown. Concussing only had 25. Break only had 23. Dude, the whole receiving court for Tampa Bay combined for 216. Receiving court wasn't cut by itself. Was more than that. 145 for cut, 130 for Woods. You're looking at 275 between Woods and Cup outdid the entire receiving core for Tampa Bay. That's saying something. You talking about Mike Evans is a big receiver. Chris Godwin is a, one of the good slot receivers. Antonio Brown can play outside, inside, whatever you need him at. We know about Gronk. We seen Cameron Bray do his thing. But that is remarkable. 275 between Woods and Cup out there in the entire Tampa Bay team. What a job by Sean McVay, by Brandon Staley, and his Rams organization to get that win on our last East Coast trip in Tampa, Florida against everybody's Super Bowl pick in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Way to go. That's what we wanted to see. Now that we got that out the way, let us switch gears because one of our losses became was a divisional loss. So we lost to Buffalo at Buffalo, we lost to Miami at Miami, and we lost at San Francisco. Kind of feeling we'll probably lose at San Francisco. Division opponents, you know, you want to win your home games, you want to protect your home turf against your division rivals. So yeah. Garoppolo was healthy that game. Kittle was playing. Debo was playing. Most of was playing. And they had no business. You know, terrible game by golf. Things happen. But now it's the rematch. I don't see Garoppolo playing this game. Kittle might not even be playing this game. Who knows how Ramin Mostly is going to look? He might not play this game. He's at home. Payback is up. You know what? Unfortunately, it's not against the same crew that we need to play against. But paybacks, you know what? And it's coming for San Francisco when it comes to Sunday, 4.05 Eastern Standard Time at SoFi Stadium. It's going to be a problem. Golf had trouble against that, against that defense. He had an interception. I think he fumbled either once or twice. Then we go back. I was already back in week. Week six. That was our second loss of the season. Week six. Kind of seen it coming. Uh, couldn't do nothing about it. They jumped out on us early. Offense couldn't couldn't sustain anything. And Dave was killing our defense in the first half. See, they jumped out on us. See, at halftime, at halftime, you was looking at twenty-one to six score at halftime. And in the second half, they only scored three points. In the second half. I keep saying this week after week after week. 
when it comes to the second half, this defense led by Brandon Staley, they make the adjustments and they make sure you don't do what you did to us in the first half. Look, if you t- we outscored them 10 to 3 in the second half and we lost by 8. We lost by 8. Just imagine. Just imagine. If we came out starting hot, like we did with Tampa, we got the ball, went down the field, we scored first. So it was back and forth, scoring, 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 scoring. Tampa Bay kind of took the lead, we took it right back. Second half came about. Matter of fact, let me let me go back to this. Let me see, because uh, the score at halftime with the Tampa Bay, I think it was seventeen. It was seventeen to fourteen. Tom Brady and Tom Brady Buccaneers only scored 10 points in the second half. We only scored 10 points in the second half. The adjustment Brady Staley makes in the second half is remarkable. When the second half comes, the second half is our time. That's what that means. Let's go to let's go to the previous week in week seven. Halftime score with the Seattle Seahawks, it was 17-13 our way. The final score ended being 16 to 23, meaning Seattle only scored three points in the second half. The second half adjustment by Brandon Staley in this defense is great. It is also great that they make second half adjustments and they know what they need to do to come out and say, this ain't happening. Not in this half. So we know our defense is going to step up in the second half. Our offense needs to play from beginning to end. We still like that killer instinct. We still like to kill an instinct. That's why I need golf to start making dumb mistakes. When we need to put a team away, we got to put a team away. Show the ability to put a team away. That way, when it's playoff time, and you know it's time to put a team away, you can put the team away. That's what we need from golf, from Evade, and his offense. When it's time to put a team away, put the team away. You know your defense. Whatever, whatever the opposing team was doing in the first half, they're not going to do it in the second half. Brandon Staley and that defense ain't gonna have it. But when it's time to put our foot on their neck and break it, you need to do it. So next up on the list, at home, SoFi Stadium, bring on the 49ers. Cause we got something for you. Come on, bring them on. And then after that, we go to Arizona. We'll see how that goes. But for right now, there's a home game against San Fran. We need we need our payback. We need our payback, and we need it in a big fashion. So, with that being said, Tyler O's coming to you with the fantasy talk against the matchup with the 49ers. Take it away, Tyler O. Welcome to Week 12 of Rams Fantasy Talk. I'll be your host, Tyler Rajinski. As always, this will be a quick one. Wow. I have to admit, the Rams, two weeks in a row, they have seriously surprised me. They've responded well after that embarrassing loss to the Dolphins. They're playing very good, efficient football. McVay is hashtag good at coming up with great game plans. It's just great to see. Enough of me gassing up the 7-3 Rams. Let's dive in. Rams draw division rival to San Francisco 49ers, who are a shell of their former Super Bowl selves. Much of this has to do with injury, but that is just how the NFL works. The Nick Mullins-led 49ers pose very little threat in this matchup, especially if we see Brandon Ayuk sit with a positive COVID test. We'll have to wait and see the news on that one. Vegas would also agree that the 49ers pose little threat as the Rams are a six point favorite in this matchup. The Rams running back situation continues to be a headache. 
for fantasy football, and sitting all running backs last week was the right call. We saw the snaps go as follows. Henderson, 33 of 72. Malcolm Brown, 27. Cam Akers, 12. Just frustrating, especially in a game against the Bucks. As stated, though, this matchup is much better. Henderson continues to be the lead, that's air quotes, lead back, even though it's a pretty even split between Henderson and Brown with Akers sprinkled in. Considering the 49ers are pretty average against the run, Henderson continues to be the preferred green zone back. Again, that green zone is 0-10 to 10 yards within the end zone. He's absolutely in play as a low-end RB2 once you consider the likely game script. That being, the Rams take an early lead and keep running the ball as they have been most of the season. Also considering game script, I cannot advocate for starting Malcolm Brown. He's the preferred back in passing downs, third and long, and two-minute offenses, but it's just not a game environment where I see much upside. I would bet that we see a Henderson touchdown before we see Malcolm Brown get three catches. Akers continues to be a great bench hold. He isn't getting play, but he is an injury away from relevancy. He is, in my opinion, the most talented back and doesn't need an injury to be a fantasy asset. McVay just might turn to Akers just randomly or something like that down the stretch, and that will be that. It is a long shot that that happens, but if it does happen, you want to have Akers on your bench. We're starting Henderson this week, benching Brown and benching Akers, but again, they all deserve to be on a roster. We saw two uh, incredible week-winning days from both Cup and Woods, rewarding those who drafted them in a key Monday night matchup. Again, we start them both, nothing new to add there. I will follow up on the Cup concern I had last week, and that again was snap rate. At this point in time, it's well documented that Cup will come off the field in two wide receiver sets, yielding snaps to Josh Reynolds. But it's hardly a big enough concern to ever bench him, remove him. Both Cup and Woods are rock-solid wide receiver twos in this matchup, with wide receiver one upside. Again, business as usual. Josh Reynolds did see a season-high 91% snap rate last week, but did disappoint in the box score. He's a hold, put him on your bench, do not start him, but he should not be on waivers at this point as his usage is still good. Rookie Van Jefferson did see his first TD in the NFL, but it was on a 5% snap rate and only one target, meaning he's still a waiver wire guy. Ignore the TD, he does not deserve to be on your rosters. There are much better guys that you should have on your bench, namely Akers or Josh Reynolds. Higby and Everett continue to cannibalize each other's fantasy value. I have no interest in starting either, unless you're in some deep tight end league or tight end premium. There just isn't enough to go around to make either a decent start. I would definitely look elsewhere, neither even in my streaming pool this week, not to mention the 49ers have allowed the second fewest points to the tight end position this year. Higby and Everett, no interest. And then Jared Goff, he, he continues to be an absolute fantasy headache. I can never get the guy right. He's overperforming in bad matchups and then underperforming in good matchups. I just can't advocate for starting the guy in single QB leagues as the game environment would tell me that the Rams are going to be running a lot and running successfully. I suppose you could absolutely do worse than Jared Goff, but to me, he's really a prime second QB in super flex leagues. Again, I'm not starting Goff. Again, this could bite me in the ass like it did last week. But either way, Goff is on my bench. I will not be starting him in single quarterback leagues. And then finally, the Rams defense special teams is a top six option this week. Nick Mullins has tossed three interceptions in the last two games and is now facing a premier pass defense. Again, not to mention we might not even see Brandon Ayuk out there. I love the Rams defense special teams this week. They are an easy start. That'll do it for week 12 of Rams Fantasy Talk. You can find me on Twitter at FFTylero. Hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later.
All right, Tyler O, thank you for that. Catch Tyler O, Fire on High Podcast. It'll be coming out on Friday after Thanksgiving. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I hope everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving, whether you're traveling or you not. Wear your mask, do whatever you need to do to stay protected from this pandemic. Enjoy your family, enjoy your food, enjoy your football. I know I will. I'll holler at y'all next week when we get ready to travel all out to Arizona and take on Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. But for this week, it's a payback at home against the San Francisco 49ers. The Playmaker signing out out of Jacksonville, Florida. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Holla at you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.